Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Natalie Jones. We are going to look at Luke um, 11 this morning, continuing in that chapter, and it's from verse 14 um, through to 22. Um, I didn't find it easy to prepare today. I feel like Jesus's interactions with people are often quite challenging and quite interesting. So um, I pray that God um, has given me just a short um, reflection on what he um, has to say to us today. So from verse 14, Luke 11. Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute. When the demon left, the man who had been mute spoke, and the crowd was amazed. But some of them said, by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, he is driving out demons. Others tested him by asking for a sign from heaven. Jesus knew their thoughts, though, and said to them, any kingdom divided against itself will be ruined and a house divided against itself will fall. If Satan is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? I say this because you claim that I drive out demons by Beelzebul. Now, if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by who do your followers drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man fully armed guards his own house, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armour in which the man trusted and divides up his plunder. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. There we go. This is the word of the Lord. Um... (laughs) Oh, very loud outside. I'm sorry. Um, Just to verse 23 there. Um, Yes, this is the word of the Lord. So I think there are three things in this passage that can teach us about who Jesus is um, and how we as his followers can trust um, our whole lives to him. So I wonder if the first thing is that Jesus um, amazes us as the followers, um, as it's seen that the crowd were amazed in verse 14. I just wondered what it was like for this person um, who could not speak um, to be able to speak. Jesus did uh, just the most incredible thing in that man's life and for his tongue to be free, for his words to be able to um, come out. He no doubt praised um, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, he must have cried. But I wonder what else he, he said after that. And he must have said some amazing things because the crowd were obviously amazed that this man could now speak. So I think we are called to be um, like this man and like the crowd. And I wonder where you have been amazed by Jesus recently. In your life, in someone else's life. Or maybe you haven't. Maybe it's felt hard to find Jesus recently to follow him and be excited um, by his ways. But I think this passage tells us to be encouraged, that Jesus longs to be the God of surprises, 
to blow our expectations out of the water and to enable us to marvel at his work and to stand in awe and look at his perfect ways. The second thing I think that Jesus does in this scripture is he answers our questions. 17, Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, they asked for a sign and Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, he answers our questions. But this bittersweet moment changed things. The demon was gone and that amazing moment had happened. And then the crowd began to ask and demand from Jesus rather than just praise him. The nickname for the devil um, was Beelzebub, apparently. And it was a way of referring to a personal source of evil without giving it um, or him a precise definition. So it's almost like they're using this nickname um, for the devil to Jesus. And I think this unbelief, um, it's unbelief which loves to undermine God's love and God's power and the evidence of that. The evidence was clear, but their unbelief sets in and they don't believe that he has been sent by God. But Jesus knew their thoughts and he knew how to answer their questions. These people thought that he was working with the devil. He said that their flaw, though, was in their logic. If Satan is opposing his own troops, then he has already lost the battle. His kingdom is split down the middle. And Jesus answers their questions in the best way by pointing, pointing them back to the finger of God. I love that phrase, the finger of God. And it's a reminder, I think, to some um, references in the Old Testament of the work that Moses did. By answering these questions, Jesus shows us that God of the Exodus is alive and well. And he's at work in us. And it's that same power that overcame this demon, which is the same power that he will use um, to destroy death. So Jesus answers our questions. So what questions do you have of Jesus today? Are you asking him to prove who he is? Are you asking him, is he really God? Whatever doubts or claims that you need from Jesus, that he is your God, they can be found right here in scripture. They can be found by going to Jesus and bringing him your true and honest self. And then finally, I think Jesus uh, challenges our thoughts, these people's thoughts against him. He comes back with a challenge, doesn't he? In verse, um, verse 23, whoever is not with me is against me. Are you for me or against me? That's what he says. What's it going to be? God's compassion was right there. He cared for their eternal souls. He so longs for them to be with him. Jesus' explanation is about not letting them go. He's trying to mercifully reason with them and mercifully warn them. Jesus tells us who he is in verse um, 21, 22, actually, 22. It says, um, even though he's using an analogy, I think he says that he is someone who is stronger. He is someone who overpowers the devil. Jesus is someone stronger. 
and he is not weak. He hasn't given up. And he challenges his listeners to be with him, not against him. And so are you for him or against him today? Are you the sheep that gathers or are you going to be the sheep that scatters? Like the psalm told us earlier. When we gather like sheep around our shepherd, we lack nothing. We are in the folds and we are not alone. So what do you need to do today to make sure that you are um, a gathered sheep? That you are for God? Let me um, pray and then please do um, respond to God in prayer in your own way. Lord Jesus, thank you that you call us um, to be for you. Lord, thank you for both this challenge um, and this encouragement, Lord, that being with you and for you is the best place that we can be. Lord, I pray that we are amazed by you more and more in our lives, that we're amazed by the miracles you do. We're amazed um, by the freedom that you bring. Lord, help our tongues to be free. Lord, and thank you that you answer our questions. Thank you that there is nothing that you do not know. Thank you that we can bring ourselves honestly to you today. In Jesus' name, amen.